What is going on, everyone? Welcome uh, back to the Business Breakthrough. Got John Riggin here, Jay Riggin Painting. Uh, hey, my friend, you've been in business for 24 years. Yes. Let me ask, is this, is this the year? This is the year. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, brother. Yeah. So, so, so tell me the story, man. Let, let me hear it. So from the beginning or when I just realized this was the year to make some changes? <laughs> we can go all the way back to birth or we could go, I mean, yeah. tell, you, you, you tell. <laughs> so basically I, I've been in business for 24 years. I've always worked in my business and I listened to a lot of your, your, uh, you know, content and stuff. And when you were saying about getting lucky, um, I, I did, I've gotten lucky, um, with my dad worked with me. He was retired. He worked me for 18 years. He's now 80. Um, wow. I've had a nephew, a friend. Then I hired a couple of young guys that were good and went on to college and, and, you know, became accountants and things. So I've been lucky up until recently. And I found myself working alone and just hiring people that were not painters. And okay. the hire, uh, hire fast, fire slow thing was me. Um, Oh, just, yeah, yeah. You were the higher, fast, fire, slow. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, gotcha. just because that, that I was desperate, you know, needed help. And right. so basically right before Christmas, I um, had some stuff happen where, got, you know, guy maybe wasn't a painter. He was just helping me out and he didn't do a job like I like, you know, and I just was like cutting in behind a toilet, you know, bend down behind a toilet, yeah. cutting in and had been missed. And I just, sure. I had like a realization, like I kind of wrote like a mission statement that I wanted to make some sure. changes. And really the thing that put me over uh, through was the, the lift off that thing. I mean, I just sure with everyone, yeah. I just thank you for putting it together. That thing like changed everything. I have like five pages okay. of notes. I took off of work. Um, <laughs> I can't for everything for two days. I sat and I really, I li watched every minute of it, man. Really? So that. that was really, I know I'm going to look back awesome. on that as being a life changing thing. I mean it, and it for it being free and all was awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. basically at this point I am like 24 years. I never haven't grown, you know, and I, I'm almost embarrassed. Like when I watch the other guys, people saying, you know, they're trying to get to a million or. 500,000. And, and I really, um, you know, I just, I got comfortable with just going and killing myself all day, then doing estimates at night and always doing the work myself with the helper, yeah. you know? So, sure. um, sure. And I just, just not doing things that seem to be no brainers. Um, like I already applied a couple things. Like my wife helps me out in the business and okay. we emailed, we, we took a script from the lift off uh, somebody okay. had put a script on there, just emailing my customers and, you yeah. know, my already customers I've had, and I got three estimates from it, you know, just from reminding hey. them. Of, and that was hey, like, we're, we're alive. We do that for 24 years, you know? So, um, yeah, okay. that's, so that's where I'm at is I just looking for help to start what yeah. to start is even as far as hiring marketing, I want to do, I want to put the brush down. I mean, that's it. That's what I, I want to grow my business. Um, I wrote, yeah. I know you're going to ask that question, like the reason. So I wrote down my answer, you yeah, know, you're right. you knew it. Yeah. Basically I, I, I want to put the brush down, grow my business. Um, you know, I want to have more time for my, honestly, for my health and my family, even volunteering. Um, me and my wife do some volunteer work and a lot of times I have to miss it just because I have to work on Saturday, you know, sure. and, um, right. and last thing that's still important is, is financially. I, I'm just, I just scraping by really. And, um, you know, my wife doesn't work. She's a stay at home mom and I, I make enough to support us, but I want to, I want to make more money and have more time and, and freedom. You know what I mean? To, to, you know, a typical day for me, I'd like to see is, that, you know, the thing how you say, you know, maybe checking in with the guys, doing estimates, doing things for my business, yeah. checking back in with the guys and customers. That's that's what I want to do. All right. All right, man. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, this is this is exciting, man. This is day one. Um, 
Yeah. Imagine starting a business without 24 years worth of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? How about that? Um, (laughs) Okay. So you're already ahead of the game because you're starting your business today. How about that? And I think, man, one of the things that I like a great saying, something that we all could, you know, benefit from in any endeavor, man, is like the best time to plant a tree was 24 years ago for you. But the second best time, if there was going to be a second best time is right now. I mean, at the end of the day, spinning circles and just, you know, feeling sorry and just kind of depressed about it and going to do nothing. So lift off gave you a lift off. So, you know, there's so many. So here's the thing. If you go into a hoarder's house, you might walk into that thing and you might say, dude, I don't even know where to start. Right. Because that is kind of what's going on here. Like you've been doing it for 24 years. It's like, which direction do I go in? Is it hiring? Is it? Is it sales? Is it marketing? And, you know, maybe you're coming to the realization of like, hey, man, there's some, you know, some areas that I haven't even like wanted to think about because I just know that uh, I'm behind in that area and, and it's hard to touch. And then you have the pressure of customers that you've, you have right now, man, and, and doing jobs by yourself and being a dad and, and a husband. And I mean, this is heavy, right? So I, I get yep. all this stuff, man. And I'll tell you that we need to come up with a plan. The first thing is, is everything comes down to mindset. The difference between you and the people that we're talking about, those big numbers is a shift in mindset. And it starts with your identity. Because when you're a business owner, you adopt the identity of a business owner. But the thing about it is, is in this industry specifically, there's not many other industries really like this service-based industries, but really when it comes to like this mindset of, Hey, I am the business. Um, we need to get rid of that. You know, you need to think of yourself as an investor of Jay Riggin painting, you know, right. I mean, and that, that needs to be the new identity shift for you. You are not the owner. You are not uh, the founder of 24 years. You are an investor and you're coming into Jay Riggin painting and your job is to inject dollars in order to create more dollars. And that's exactly what I would do. If you called me and said, Tanner, invest in my company, the very first move I would make is to inject money into marketing. You have to get comfortable with this. You have survived for 24 years. You have the the greatest skill, which is survival, but we're not in wartime, right? Wartime is when there's a recession. And guess what? I'm calling you, buddy, because you figured out how to survive without uh, any form of marketing. But right now we are in high time. We are in uh, the, the time of Babylon, right? We're in the time where you can put out money and people call you. Okay. Right. So, uh, the, why haven't you marketed for 24 years? Is it, is it because cash flow has always been short? You're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Uh, is it because you didn't know where to put the marketing dollars or was it just simply because you just felt like what you were getting was enough for what you needed? Right. So I really think, um, I have, I did some investing. Um, I mean, not investing, I'm sorry. I did some marketing where I, you know, my wife recently over the past three years, we've done a lot of Facebook, just putting ads out there and putting it, you know, in, in certain areas. Okay. Um, and there. I've done- Stop there, um, John, because I want to okay. hit on that. I want to know what you did, okay? Because it's very important because okay. uh, what did she do? Did she just post on the page? Did she boost the post? Uh, what, what was it, what'd that look like? So she- would make a post with some pictures saying about our business, you know, some of the pictures I took on the job. And then she would okay. do it in certain groups in our area, like uh, okay. just the little groups around. And that, and that would generate some work. Um, a couple, I don't I believe I have boosted a couple times um, okay. over the Got year, it. but not mostly just reposting it on local groups. Um, yeah. You know, that's pretty much it. And I also, I, I used to do uh, advertising in, the newspaper, which that's kind of done now, but that I used to do hey, that in local to read it, right? Yeah, a couple of people, yeah. Um, okay. But that, that that was pretty much it, and then it was word of mouth. And I think I got into the the thing where people around me and in, in different um, businesses, construction things were like almost like saying, looking down on advertising, like. I don't have to advertise, you know, like I got, I'm busy. I have work. I'm booked out for 10 years, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, those guys, so I got those guys into are that. tired. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I got into that and I've had a lot of word of mouth after 24 years, a lot of repeat customers cool. and yeah. you know, it's, and I, 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 I put through the winter, you know, slowing down, you know, a little bit in the yeah. winter and it picked back up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 
I just never, I don't, the reason I, I'm sure I could have had the money to decide to do some yeah. advertising. I, yeah. I don't know why. I guess I just, comfortable okay. with, I so had, let's, like let's you said, just, down, just down. Down. I got you. Let's break this down. Here's the deal. Okay. Um, all right. We really got to think here. Okay. First thing is, is that advertising is risky and you haven't made a lot of big risks in your painting business and businesses that thrive are taking risks weekly, sometimes monthly right. when it comes to their decision-making process. Generally speaking, the risk is usually correlated with money, right? Moving right. money around and risking losing it. Right. Um, so, so from my perspective, what you're telling me is that you kind of did some organic posting on Facebook, um, but there's a difference between an aggressive form of marketing and a passive form of marketing. You may have heard me talk about this, but really yes. an aggressive form of marketing is shoving it in someone's face and social media lets us do that as opposed to just kind of casually sharing it. Um, where hopefully somebody who's looking for it or in that group sees it and takes an action. Well, an aggressive form of marketing is a little bit different. That's going to be an ad that says, Hey, my name's John. I'm the founder of John Reagan painting. I've been painting your town for 24 years. We are now growing our company. We need clients. We want clients. We want to showcase to you that we are the right fit. We would love to offer you a free estimate, right? That sort of, um, approach and then with a call to action at the bottom of that that takes them into a funnel which puts their information in and then sends it to drip jobs and they're followed up with and that's the customer journey right and what we want to do is crank people through that machine john you got to realize you're a lead generation service okay and the thing is is right now what's happening is you're generating the lead at, at little to no cost word of mouth and you're essentially selling that lead to yourself because you're doing the work so you're generating a lead for free and then you're passing that lead on to yourself and you're paying a lot of money for that lead because it's at the expense of your time and your time is right. your most valuable asset as a business owner, as opposed to you paying someone else for their time, which has a, there's a, there's a, there's a, we quantify that time in an hourly rate. So if you could just for a second shift the mindset of the investor is going to spend money on whatever he can to get leads. And that is, that is like a, a qualification of doing business, right? That's just this game that you decided to sign up for. Right. And on the flip side, you take that lead and what you do is you increase the value of the lead by selling them a paint job. And then you take that paint job and sell it to someone else for cheaper than what you are selling it for. And that is essentially capitalism. And that is what you need to be doing on a daily basis. Because here's the deal, man, um, until you develop the mindset of, I need to pour money into this machine on a consistent basis, an uncomfortable amount of money, it'll never work. It'll never work. And you need to know where to put it. You can't just dump money into it. So my, my question to you is, you said that there's about $7,000 worth of revenue right now. And that to me, that's two or three jobs a month that you're able to generate and perform by yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, that's the other part, like I said, that's almost embarrassing is I, I, I wasn't even sure of my, my revenue. Okay. And I've thought a lot There's about no this. Don't say that word, man, because I think embarrassment well, well, is you given. Well, I think it, like I was talking to my wife about, and I just thought if, if I, if it can help coming on here and if it can help like other smaller guys, small time guys like me, sure. um, like, yeah, I, I, oh, so I do. Yeah. So I do like, uh, I do some jo cash jobs, you know, and I, I do, um, you know, and I'm, I'm sole proprietor. Um, so that's the other thing yeah. that's one of my questions they ask you is, you know, whenever we get to that, but, um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't even sure of my monthly revenue, but it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's somewhere in there, maybe a little more. Um, and yeah, I, myself and another guy, uh, you know, my jobs are usually, you know, five day jobs, something like that, you know, or yep. more. And yeah, it's yep. probably four jobs, three or four jobs a, a month. That's right. So God forbid. And here's the thing, and I think you know this, but God forbid something happens to you. You break your hand on a job site, you strain your ankle, right. um, that, that well dries up pretty quick. So here's the deal. Good news is both hands work, both feet work. So here's the strategy that we need to implement. First, we need help. You need to first decide, are you going to do a subcontractor model? Or you, do you want that employee culture? Do you want that employee model? Which one do you prefer? I want employees. I want to hire guys that match my values, all of that. Sure. That's, that's what I want. Okay. 
Good, good. And I'm not cutting you off. I just want to get the most of your time. Yeah. What sure. are those values, John? Well, I thought a lot about this too. I, you know, um, we, I, I mainly my thing was I want to do a good job. You know, uh, a lot of, you know, we, we clean up good, um, talking to the customers, you know, just overall, I, I used to say just everyone work hard, uh, you know, and then go home at the end of the day and, and be happy and everybody get along. But, you know, a lot of things have changed, you know, so I, I guess I just want to do a good job, um, have a, my a job done like I would do if I wasn't there, you know, okay. um, Right. Uh, I mean, so I, I'd honesty like to, yeah, the, oh, that's yeah. The honesty, integrity. Um, I'd like to have guys right. that would be long-term and like part, like sure. family, long you know, term. I'm not a, God. I'm not God. a mean bull. Um, I've never been like that. You know, I, I never had, was a threatening you type work, of boss. Or me. Me. You work with me, not for me. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that, right. that's part of my, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. So I, I, I that's part of the, the sure. values also. I mean, I just, you know, I, I don't smoke or, you know, drink or do drugs or anything. And, and so uh, all of that, here's the, deal, here's the deal. This is it. You you're looking for people that are like you, right? Yes. That's usually the case, right? You're a good guy. You want to be surrounded by good guys that have generally speaking, a family that, that want to be a part of something that want, you know, growth. Now here's the deal. Um, I don't know, John, if I came to your town and I was looking for a job, right? how, how would I get, how would I find you? Cause well, I'm a good guy. Put, I'm a Christian. We put ads on Facebook also to, for hiring. That's the, that's how we try okay. to hire people. So, so do you want somebody that's chilling on Facebook and then just comes across your ad or do you want somebody that's seeking a job that needs the job? And you see, you see the difference. Yeah, hundred percent. We just want to. We just want to. It's all about positioning. In the same way, it's about positioning when it comes to finding leads. It's about positioning when it comes to finding people like you, John. Because I know for a fact, based on what you're telling me, if you just moved into town, John, you wouldn't be hanging out on Facebook looking for a job. You'd be on Google, which you'd then get to Indeed. And you'd be looking at whatever job was most recently posted because that makes you feel like you have the best chance of what? Getting the Getting job. Getting hired. Right. right. Okay. A fresh post, not something that's been there for four months. Right. Right. That's how you recruit the best talent. Okay. And here's the deal. You know, at the end of the day, John, it doesn't just stop there. In the same way, when you give someone a quote, you're trying to build value. You just don't go into someone's house and say, okay, we're going to paint this for you and then leave, right? When you do an estimate. Right. Gener generally speaking, you, you pad painting with everything that you just said. I guarantee you, if I invited you over to my house, you'd be telling me, we clean up, we're courteous. I'll do a great job. I'm on time. I'm honorable. I have integrity. And you're stacking the deck. You're not just a painting company. Right. Or right. else you probably wouldn't be on this call. So my question to you is, aside from offering employment, John, what do you offer people who. Who are of high standard when it comes to working for you? That's a question you need to be able to answer outside of just an, a place of employment. Right. Well, I've never done it before, but that's why I want to I want to offer, um, you know, health insurance and, and paid vacation and, and just, uh, That'll come. I'm not know. talking finances. I'm not talking okay. finances. Let's start. So I don't I, need you to maybe, a, you know, a kind of a, a family environment and, and they can grow right. and make more, yeah. you know, no, uh, no finance. Okay. <laughs> but room to grow, um, you know, grow. And, uh, just a good working environment, safe. You right. know, Let me stop happy, you there. Positive. Here's the deal. When, when we go to customers, we're not, we're not telling them really anything out of the normal, but the, the things that are normal aren't so normal when it comes to our business, right? Like showing up on time, right? right. Like uh, being honorable, uh, you know, 
you know, keeping our word, being integral, being cordial. We're telling them things that if a bank told you that, you'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? It's a, <laughs> that's your job, right? But, but we go into people's houses saying, I'm going to show up on time and I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'll pro promise I'll finish the job. Like we don't question other businesses when it comes to that. So here's the thing. Right. You got to see it from the perspective of the trade that you're in. You don't need to be above and beyond with, with growth opportunity, with benefits, like, dude, you just need to provide 40 hours worth of work. Okay. Right. And you need to make sure that the way they get paid is legitimate. And you're already right. in the top 5% of opportunities in your area, because there's not enough people that care about just those two things to their core. Do you okay. understand that? Yeah. And that builds yes. loyalty and trust. Okay. So the big reason why you probably haven't pursued help is because you weren't certain that you'd be able to supply 40 hours a week, every single week. hundred percent. That was one of my questions to you was like, when you do get slow and if I had three guys working like in the winter, which I'm used to slowing down, how sure. do I, you know, or how, how does that work? You know, so well, that's the question that, here that's, is, John, do you, yeah. And I'm going to answer that. Do you think during the winter in your area within 50 miles during the winter, people are still having work done? Yes. hundred percent, right? There's the yeah. law of averages states that generally speaking, if there's a population of a million within 50 miles, maybe 10% of those people are probably doing some sort of renovation. Maybe 2% of those people are probably doing some sort of painting or something that you do. Here's the thing. You just need a piece of the pie. Right. And you need to strategically position your business in a way that makes sure you get a piece of that pie during the winter months. And how right. can you do that? Offer incentives, offer interior only work, start doing cabinets a lot heavier than you may have been doing now. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm on a just, cabinet job right now. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. You're, you, you do cabinets, which to me, just so you know, I want you to understand this. If you hired a marketing company to market cabinet refinishing, you would have more leads than you would, you would know what to do with. Right. And that just requires you to take $3,000 and give it to somebody that knows what they're doing. Right. Right. So let's say, for example, you get everything in line and you have more work than you can handle. And you think to yourself, I can confidently look someone in the eye now and say, I'll give you 40 hours. Right. Okay. When they come into your company or they sit down in the interview and they say, Hey, Hey John, how am I going to get paid, man? What is the, what is the answer to that question? Right now <laughs> it's cash. Yeah. Okay. So if you went into a new town knowing that you are an honorable individual and you have bills to pay and you probably have a car payment and you want to grow interpersonally and, and they told you, Hey man, I pay cash. You would second guess that you would, you right. might like the guy, but you'd be like, that's cool. But man, another short term opportunity. And I can't, right. I can't afford that because I need to show pay stubs in order to get an apartment in order to, to be able to maneuver. Right. So right. First thing is after this call is to get on with Gusto and begin the process of legitimizing the onboarding process of an individual of high standard. Now, for me, I would never work for you just because of that reason. I right. can't. Right. And you right. want people that have that same standard, John. You want them to say, I'm sorry, I can't. You need to have that ready to go for me. And, and again, what did I tell you? The two most important things are to people in this business that already make you ahead of the curve is 40 hours worth of work and a legitimate payroll system. That's it. Right. Payroll system is going to cost you $36 a month. It requires you to just set it up. Okay. Yep. Who does the bookkeeping? My wife does. <laughs> okay. We're going to, we're going to release her of that liability. Okay. Yes. Because, because here's the deal. And listen, I love the fact that your wife helps you because that's how I grew up watching my mom help my dad. And I have mm. a heart for that. Uh, but there's certain things that we need to make sure we legitimize because you're, because her, her lack of knowledge and the changes of how taxes work every year, right? She's not, I'm sure she's not an account. If she is, then I understand, but maybe she's not, um, you're losing money. 
because right. these accountants, the ones that stay up to date with the tax code that, that, that help you with deductions that can give you, uh, that can limit your exposure and give you a hedge against an audit, right? Their job as an accountant firm is to take the responsibility of an audit, John. So God forbid right. anything happens. Uh, go talk to them. They they did it. <laughs> That's right. the beauty of it. Right? So we want to build our business in a way. Here's the deal. And I'm going to wrap this up and let you talk, but I just want to get this clear. You need to build J-Riggin painting as if you plan to sell this thing in 10 years. Okay. That should be the focus. And And if you were to buy a painting company, I just want to make this clear too. You would want two things. The first thing you would want is to make sure that the books are legitimate. Because you can't sell anything without documentation of the journey of growth. And that's what solid bookkeeping and accounting services are. It's going to cost you 300 bucks a month. That's a great investment for a future return. And it's also a deduction. The right. second thing you're going to want is to be able to walk into the business. And you're going to want to be able to make money without having to do anything. Besides sign your name on the piece of paper and it makes money. So for the next 10 years, that should be your focus is to first position yourself in a way that you don't have to do anything, but just be alive to make money. And that right. means your business is now worth something. And you do that through the channels of hiring, building systems and having a strong marketing presence in your local area. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> it's a lot man it's a lot what questions do you have man what other areas do you want to hit on yeah i have a, i mean i'm sure we'll probably have to have another uh meeting because i have a lot of questions but i just just basically like like you said go on that gusto right and, and that would be the first thing do you rec do you recommend to be llc or incorporated because that's one Great of the things question. i want to do right Great question. i'm going to give you an accountant referral and i think it'd be good for you to talk to them um okay and ask them you know, it, it's, it, I think, uh, what I've heard is an S corp is the most favorable entity. Um, but you know, you want to talk to someone that knows a lot more than about accounting than me. I don't know. I, uh, the beauty okay. of my position is I'm a facilitator. I, if I find someone that's good at what they're good at and I could just pay them to do it, I do it. Okay. So I have a referral for you. I'm going to give you a link. It's going to have every referral I could possibly give you for everything that you need. And we talk about today. Okay, great. Um, so I, the next step, I mean, is, is marketing the next step or hiring? Should we focus on, yeah. you know, I know I did, I actually did two um, interviews uh, three days ago. I, I did two interviews and it didn't yeah. go well. They were from Facebook, you know, and uh, yeah. I'm kind of desperate. I have a, a large job, high end job coming yeah. up. Oh, I love it. Um, I love I'm, desperation hiring. I love it because yeah. it's forcing you to do this. But yeah, it, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So I, I just have wrote, written from it like, a, is there a is there a script for what to say when you're doing an interview? Yeah. I mean, that that's something I really I'm not good at interviewing. Um, over the years, I'm I find myself like I'm selling myself to these guys. Like I'm talking about my business, how I'd be if, I if I'm at a customer. Because, but but, yeah. I, but here's the deal, John. I do the same thing. I sell them on why they should buy into me. So that's a good thing. That's not a yeah. bad thing. I think the the blind okay. spot that you have, the blind spot that you have right now, is the fact that you're not doing a good enough job of vetting the individuals that actually get to sit down with you to where that actually right. makes right. sense because you know that they're such a good fit. Now you're selling them on why they should be interested. Right? You're just okay. sitting down with people without going through those channels. And there is a set of channels. If you were to do, and I, just example aside here, if me and you were both, you know, married, but if there was a dating app out there, the things that we would want to put on there should attract the exact type of individual that we want, right? right. And that's how it should be with your hiring. And you already outlined a few things. You outlined, um, you know, some beautiful things about integrity and honesty and growth opportunity and, uh, you know, turning the corner and wanting to be a, a legitimate brand and looking for team players that want to work for a boss that has, you know, high standards and wants the best for them. You got to realize if you put that in an ad, it's going to do two things. The first thing it's going to do is it's going to repel individuals who do not value that, which is right. great. Yeah. Okay. So, if yeah. we, you know, we put out a dating app that, you know, we're looking for somebody that's a certain 
you know, characteristic, it's going to repel those that obviously aren't that characteristic. Now, the second thing it's going to do is it's going to attract those that do align with those characteristics, John. So we just got to outline what we're looking for. And here's the deal. When you, when you look for, you, you can't be too picky early on. You can't look for what I call a unicorn, which is somebody that's great at the actual painting and is a great individual because there's a good chance they're probably happy where they're at. They're working somewhere. So we need to identify like what the roadmap is to get John out of production. And that might right. require starting someone off with adequate painting experience, but they're a great person. They want you to mentor them. They want to learn from you to eventually take right. on that lead role. Okay. Yeah, that, that was one of my questions too, is how long do I stay like on the tools after I do get a, a couple guys, like I, I've seen six months or a year, but that that was one of my as questions. Long as, a, as long as you have a plan, John, it, there, see, staying on the tools isn't a bad thing. The problem is staying on the tools with nothing working in the background. That's a bad thing, right? And we need right. to get some things working in the background. We need to get a, a quality individual in who, you know, eats, sleeps, and breathes J-Riggin painting that wants to learn, that's bought in. And how do we do that? Well, we set up Gusto first, right? We make sure that we right. have the necessary infrastructure. Then we go on okay. Indeed and we put out a powerful ad, right? Okay. That attracts these types of individuals that, and then we put them through a process. And I have a course that I'm going to give to you for free. So you have okay. a whole course going to walk you through my hiring process, you know, take it and run with awesome. it. And then, thank you. Yeah, man. And then, and then the last part of that is, is, a mar- you you need to you need a marketer man you i'm telling you if you do cabinets mark my words man you will be flooded with leads to the point where you're yeah. just like holy cow because of how well mar- how how well cabinets do on facebook okay so that was another question with the marketing how who do how do i find a marketing company like in don't worry i have referrals for everything that john i'm going to i have referrals for everything you need brother Okay, great. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yes, so, I get, this is what um, I'm here to do. Is here to give you give you the resources you need. Yeah, and can I make I a guess, suggestion? Sure. And this is just an observation. Who answers the phone for the business? So my my wife does. Okay. Um, she, I called that. I called that number twice today. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. And here's yeah. the deal. There, 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 there's, there's ways to hedge against being busy. It's okay if you don't answer the phone, but we have to find a way to still make sure our customers are being taken care of. The people that's money right. calling. That's money calling, yep. brother. That's the problem that we're having here. That could be your next ten thousand dollar job. That missed call. You got to realize before ten years ago, and you've been in business a long time, John. Ten years ago, that customer would call you four or five times until right. you answered the phone. Nowadays, they have at their disposal 15 different choices that unfortunately in the speed of the way things get done now, do you see where I'm saying? So, so one of the things I want you to do, yeah. And one of the things I want you to do is I want you to transition the business phone number to a cloud-based phone number. And there's a, I'm going to give you another link. It's going to be for open phone. Okay. An open phone is a cloud-based phone system. Here's the beauty of this. And you're going to love this. First of all, it's no longer going to be your wife's cell phone number because when we sell the business, which we're going to do in 10 years, you're going to call me and say, Tanner, I sold my business for $3 million in cash and I ne- negotiated a 10% royalty for five years and they're going to cover all my living expenses. Okay? okay. So, 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 so here's the deal. We need to transition that because your wife's going to have to give up her cell phone in 10 years when you sell it. Okay? Right. So we don't want... I don't know if she'll she'll be happy with that. So so <laughs> what we want to do is get a get a cloud based phone number, and what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to set it up in there where when someone calls, it rings your phone and it rings your wife's phone at the same time. So if your wife's not available, you can answer it. If you're not available, she can answer it. Here's even the better thing: we can set up an automated text message in there that has a link to book an appointment. Now, are you a Drip Jobs user? I'm get I'm getting on it. Right. That's one of my next moves. Nice. Nice. So, so I don't want there to be this big barrier. I'm going to give you 60 days of this app for free. Okay. So you can, you know, I know that that was the liftoff promo. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the cool part. So what happens is if we miss a phone call, open phone sends a text message within seconds with a link to book the appointment. So 
I get all the information. And when I'm, when we're back in action, if we're back in the office, oh, we got an appointment booked. We missed the call, but they already booked the appointment so we can just schedule it. Right. So again, right. like it's, you can have a great marketer, but capitalize on every opportunity, man. Like you never know what's the next $10,000 job. So right. just an, just an area of observation. But I think once you get open phone, that'll, that'll be resolved. I know, I know yeah. that it's your white phone number now, but as of today, your new business phone number is going to be that phone number you get with open phone. Everyone that you have serviced previously and everyone that knows your wife's phone number is going to always have that phone number, but everyone new going forward is going to have the new open phone line. Okay. Yeah. That's and yes. Good. You're going to have to change your branding. You're going to have to change your branding too. Okay. So, so you're saying with the, the open phone, I'm get, I, I put a new phone number or that phone number is, I still use that same phone number. New phone number. Hundred percent. New phone because number. Because you're, you're unless I mean unless your wife wants to port over her phone number to open phone, she could, but then she's gonna lose her phone number. So I think and that's that, a long process. Well, we'll see. I think that would be okay. Um I just got my van lettered not too long ago and, and shirts oh, did again. You? But yeah, but that's okay. I, if that's possible, you know, whatever. I'll do whatever it takes. I mean, that, that's fine. But here's the other cool um, part is as you grow, you might get an office admin, and then you just add them as a user on that, and they can start answering phones for you, right? So if we think million-dollar, $2 million company, you're going to start right. having to add the parts in. So doing these foundational things, accountant, Gusto, open phone, this is all laying the foundation, man. Like this is foundational things that need to happen. Yeah, okay. And I, I know what the... I know you talked about dead ends. Um, you know, I had a, my neighbor's son across the street made my website about 10 years ago. Okay. He was a computer guy. Okay. It's, it's definitely a dead end. So something I have to work on too. I can get you a website for $500. Um, it's a beautiful okay. website. It'll do everything you need it to do. There's a $75 a month. Um, it's like a hosting and maintenance fee, but it makes sure that the website is updated. It's fast. You have someone, a representative there. Uh, but you, we've made, uh, we made so many websites are beautiful. So I, again, in this link I send you, uh, it's what I'm calling the ultimate resource and it'll have everything you need, including website design on there. Okay. I, I guess, um, you know, I got a couple other questions about, um, I guess about pay and, and estimating. I don't know if that, you know, you, I, I learned, I, tr I learned a lot on um liftoff about that um yeah. you know estimated stuff but that it seems like i was going for years with that too kind of just guessing sure. and um, you know charging so much for myself and so much for a guy that's with me and then the, the materials that's basically what i i did over the years yeah. so i i want to i want to change my estimating and and how i charge okay. I mean, that's a big thing to well, I think the, the biggest adjustment that you're going to have to make, and this is just, you know, naturally is you have to remove yourself from the costs. Um, you know, typically right. right now you're used to kind of doing the costs with just like, in other words, if you're selling a job for $2,000 and your costs are $1,000, you're thinking, oh, I'm making $1,000 if you're doing the job, right? Well, right. the difference exactly. now is, is that the difference now is, is that you need to see it like this. You say, okay, well. It's a $2,000 job. I'm going to pay one person to work. He's going to be 300. I'm going to work. I'm going, I'm worth $20 an hour. So that's 160. So that's 460. And then I also need to pay for marketing and I need to pay for overhead. And then what's left might be a hundred bucks. That's my profit that I get to put in my pocket. Like, you know, so that like, obviously that was a, you know, kind of like a, a, a simple example, but the goal right. here is for you to really think about these numbers deeper than how much does it cost me to do the job? How much am I making? Um, because that's how it's going to be when you grow. It's like, Hey, I got to pay the team. I got to pay all these overhead expenses. And then whatever's left is, is mine to keep. Um, but eventually you're going to want to put yourself on a salary, John. So let's say you guys do, um, I don't know, $500,000 this year. Okay. Right. You know, you might put yourself on a $50,000 salary as the manager of the business. And then that helps you, uh, that helps you create kind of like a placeholder within the organization. So you can position someone else to take over that role. Okay. All right. So, um, Drip jobs helps a lot with the estimating, I know, um, right? So, I mean, 
just just as an example, like if I go do an estimate tonight or, or tomorrow, if if I know how many hours, you know, it's on Facebook, I, I Tanner with premium painting, and we okay. I seen some some guys was said um, like on lift off, just a basic thing was like charging, you know, fifty. If you're paying somebody twenty five dollars an hour, you charge fifty dollars for them, fifty dollars for yourself, then adding money to the materials. I mean, is that still a kind of a a good way to start? Yeah, it's a good way to start. And I think you don't need to get crazy with your estimating. You, I have a free pricing calculator you can use. I don't think I don't think you're ready for production rate estimating yet. I just think right. that you need right. a strategy other than the eyeball method. Um, and I think you kind of get rid of that strategy when you start having employees with real numbers and real costs associated right. with keeping them busy. And then it's like, well, you know, let me just factor that in. Let me factor the pain in and let me kind of shoot for a 50% margin. Um, and then right. I have this calculator that on this link that you'll be able to use and it'll let okay. you put in the hours. It'll let you put in the costs. Okay, great. And yeah, that was another thing, realizing it through you talking on liftoff and other guys, like just not crunching the numbers, not even thinking about the numbers. I just yeah. don't understand. Like, well, I just woke up. Like, I know I was never... I was a painter, you know, I started painting with somebody else, uh, a yeah. friend's brother. And then I started doing sure. it on the weekend. I know a lot of guys probably have the same story, but I never, I didn't go to business school or anything like that. So to not even look at the numbers, I just, I'm just waking yeah. up now. Really? Like, I can't believe yeah. I didn't yeah. job costing. Like I just started doing that after watching lift off, you know, and, and just like, yeah. it, I mean, it's some simple stuff that I just can't believe I never did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and at least you're taking the step forward to do it. Here's the thing, John, and and I want to make this very clear, brother, is that uh, you have 24 years of knowledge of the actual aspects of painting, um, so you're coming right. to the plate with a lot of uh, a lot of experience on the production side that you need to transit. Right. You need to to bless your team members with that experience, right? I think you have a you have an advantage over the, over me when I first started because I didn't even know how to paint. So I can right. sell, anybody can sell anything, John. I mean, to be honest with you, it's not that hard. It's, again, what did I tell you? Showing up on time and talking about your values is already making you ahead of the curve. So uh, I wouldn't downplay that. I would just say this, man. This is how it's going to have to happen. You have to get uncomfortable with spending at least $10,000 to get all this moving. And that might yep. mean, mean $3,000 to get marketing going with okay. somebody who knows what they're doing. Okay. Then, then, then put it on a credit card, take out a home equity loan. It's, yep. it's instant ROI. It really is because you're going to get a lot of leads and then those leads turn into big dollars. Right. And then the second thing is, is being a student of how to really attract talent. Right. And then really, again, think of what you would want. So we got two, we got two major things. You ask what happens first, marketing or hiring both of them. It's like they both have to happen first. You have to hire okay. as if you're, you, you know, ideally, obviously you said, hey, I have this big job. Now I have to hire. That's good right now. But we never, ever want to do that again. We want to we want to have so much faith in our marketing and our sales that we know that hiring is obviously going to be a, a benefit because it's going to collide with our workflow. Um, right. So I, it's a lot here, man. But I think, again, let's get the foundations. We got to get gusto. Let's get an accountant. Let's get open phone. Let's get those three things done. You get those three, three okay. things out of the way. Then you're going to put out an ad on Indeed, which you could still do. But my suggestion to you would be to go through Indeed, learn that platform, learn, see what other companies are doing. Look up, look up ads of other painting companies on Indeed in your area and see what they're saying and what they're offering, right? Okay. Identify the position that you're hiring. I would think you should put out a crew leader position because that's going to attract painters that are working for somewhere else that don't have an opportunity to grow and see your opportunity as an opportunity to lead. Right. And then from there, brother, at the end of the day, man, get that marketer, get that marketer, whatever you need to do, hire someone to get you leads. If, okay. if you were investing in the stock market, you would not get a better return than what you would get by taking $3,000 and handing it to a marketer that can get you leads. There's no way because the, the it's, it's, I mean, it's such an easy thing to do is convert cabinet leads to sale. You can do a great job, which I'm sure you do. Yeah, well, I, I'm fully committed. I are, we already applied for the home equity loan. I that was something right after lift off. I just, I swear, <laughs> I, I just, uh, I, I'm really serious about it. And I, I, 
you know, the only That's one tough. other question I had was just, you know, sales. I mean, I, I feel like I'm okay, but I like I like to sharpen up. Is there scripts for for sales? I know you say a lot like uh, closing on the when you're there. And I just wanted to know what that looked like, like whether it's bring an iPad in if you're using drip jobs yeah. And, and, yeah, you know, man, that's, you know, there's a lot to it to obviously cover, but my framework is pretty simple. A lot of the sale for us happens before we knock on the door, if that right. makes yeah. sense. Maybe. John. Right. Yeah, and I think, and I'll be honest with you, right. Like, like, uh, let me give you a great example. Do you ever go out to eat? Yes. You go out to eat, right? Okay. So yes. when, when I, when I go out to eat, I am like such an analytical freak, man, because like, I'm so into psychology and, and I used to work in a restaurant and I'm like, so I, in, in order for the server to make the tip, right. And I'm not that critical, but like, just in order for the server to get a good tip, the whole process has to be good. Not just what they do. Right. Doesn't that kind right. of feed in? it right not just the salesperson that shows up to the house the 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 first of all the restaurant there has to be a parking space out there right and then once i walk in the door generally speaking i shouldn't have to sit in line for 10 minutes just to get my name into the queue to be sat down and then once i you know get my name into the queue i shouldn't have to wait 45 minutes to get a seat and if i sit down I shouldn't have to flag down a server or walk up to the desk and say, hey, is, is someone coming to the table? And then I shouldn't have to, you know, when the, when the server comes over and, and, and greets us, I shouldn't have to wait 10 minutes to get a drink, right? So, so at the end of the day, man, like there's a, there's a process at play that if you're not focusing on, that's one of the cool things about drip jobs is every step of the way, there's, there's a checkpoint for, for the customer. That's, that's the beauty of the sales pipeline. So from the initial inquiry, it's a great experience, right? Like I said, even if we miss a call, the customer gets a link. And then from there, they get a nice email, a nice confirmation, and then it's super professional. And then on the, the day after they book the appointment, they get a story about our company, about me, about our standard, about who we are, right? right. And then, you know, obviously we do a nice follow-up call to confirm. And, oh, it's Therese in the office just confirming your appointment, right? <laughs> and then right. by the time we show up in our wrap vehicle and we knock on the door on time, the customer, our scorecard is we're in the green already. So, so, you know, from that point, yes, in terms of closing and closability, sure. You know, there's a, there's a, I call it the 595 rule and you kind of alluded to it and you said, Hey, I'm not going to be so analytical about these numbers anymore. I'm kind of going to more focus on the customer. And that's kind of what I teach is like your price is arbitrary, right? It, it, it's, it's, it's a made up number of a projected outcome. And even if you miss the objective, you're not going to re reduce your price and you're not going to increase your price. You're stuck with your price. So it's a guess. So the right. deal here is, is that you better have a good guess. So you might as well just guess and it, with an educated guess, of course, but focus right. most of the time building a relationship and talking to them and letting them tell you their vision. And then from there, you know, we talked about a lot of different ways that you can um, maneuver the sale. So uh, you asked about an iPad, iPad, paper. If you were doing cabinets, let me ask you this question. Do you have a sample cabinet door? I don't know. Okay. Do you see how valuable that would be for someone that doesn't really know the quality of the cabinet refinishing right. process? And maybe they're still kind of concerned of painting cabinets. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, so like, again, if I'm trying to go heavy on cabinets, I'm bringing in a cabinet door that was finished to the perfection so I right. can show them. And then I hand them a screwdriver and I say, go ahead and try to scratch it. Right. So yep. sometimes sales is about showmanship, right? I mean, ultimately, don't you agree? If you go to a hibachi restaurant, you're paying a lot more. Why? Because there's a show involved. So people, you, you, right. you need to create perceived value, but there's actual value in showing them and eliminating the questions. For me, if I'm not in the painting industry and I heard someone got their cabinets painted and I got a quote for $25,000 to replace all my cabinets, obviously what you're offering is good, but is it really a comparable service? Like, is this going to deliver me the result? And that's going to be my concern. And most people don't know until you're actually there painting. So that could prohibit people from moving forward. But if you bring in that cabinet door, it's like, okay, now I can trust you. I know that these cabinets are going to be durable. Now I just got to make sure you're the right fit for me. So half of the battle's done. I'm right. sure when you go into 
cabinet refinishing jobs, you get the question of, well, is it going to last? Do you ever hear that? Right. Yep. All the time. Oh, yeah. Well, what's your warranty? And what do you say? Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess five years. <laughs> I might five, say five. No, you need to define that, right? Because that's one right. of the biggest concerns. So you say, yes, you get a two-year warranty, and I'm going to give you documentation on what that entails. Right. Because that's okay. so important. Right. Yeah, that makes sense, man. Yeah. Just be, this, think like your customer. Yeah, I mean, this goes way back, but um, I used to bring samples of popcorn ceilings <laughs> years ago when oh, I first wow. on a piece of drywall. With, yeah, and that was kind of messy, but you know, I had smooth yeah, yeah, texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was glitter, and that was always a mess, but I had it back then. I was doing that, you know? So the cabinets, that's a good that's idea. Fine. I definitely would. Um, yeah, man, you know, so there's a lot here. So here's, here's the deal, John, you need three things before you leave here today. Number one, you need a coach. Okay. You need somebody to hold you accountable. You need a community, man. Like this is the beauty of living in 2024, brother, is that I'm communicating with you and we're hundreds of miles away. You need somebody to hold yep. you accountable. You need somebody that cares about your business. It's good investment. You can never go wrong with that. Um, right. Second thing you need is a marketer. Um, uh, you need somebody to do these ads for you. And then the last thing you need is a great software. I mean, you can't, you can't scale without a great software. I have a great recommendation for you. It's called drip jobs. Uh, yep. but you know, um, at the end of the day, man, you know, your leads are your money. Um, you know, being able to send out a blast message, which you can do in drip jobs, you can do a lot of cool stuff in there. And I think those three things alone will set you up for success. You are not just a painter, brother. You've survived in business for 24 years. Do you know how many businesses have closed? 24 years ago up until this point right i know I, i've weathered it out <laughs> your top 10 percent, man start acting like yeah. it okay <laughs> john john it was a pleasure man i hope this was helpful for you um it was great i really gonna... appreciate it. it was awesome talking to you and just i just want to say thanks for all you do for the painting industry i mean it really it's it's something that that the the liftoff and all that it, it's and just watching your videos and stuff, Instagram and stuff. I mean, it's 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 changing me already. So it, it makes it's a big deal. You know what I mean, brother? Amen, man. Thank you. May God bless your journey, and uh, good luck with everything, man. I'll send you over some resources. Okay, thanks a lot. Have a good one. Hey.